USA Radio News with Tim Berg. It, it was just, I, I guess for lack of better, uh, just carnage, uh, liking it to a war zone. Waukesha, Wisconsin Fire Chief Steve Howard describing what he saw when a Christmas parade held Sunday in Waukesha, Wisconsin turned into a nightmare. Five people were killed and more than 40 others were injured after an SUV tore through barricades and slammed into crowds. Mayor Sean Riley calling it a senseless tragedy. The Coast Guard is announcing more than a half a billion dollars in drug busts. The crew of the Cutter Hamilton offloading more than 13 tons of cocaine cane and nearly two tons of marijuana Monday at Port Everglades in South Florida. Target is making its Thanksgiving store closures permanent. The retailer shutting its doors last Thanksgiving for safety concerns during the pandemic and started offering holiday discounts earlier in October. USA Radio News. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Doctors are giving an update on the Christmas parade tragedy in Wisconsin. The update coming from Children's the update coming from the Children's Hospital of Wisconsin-Milwaukee after five people were killed and dozens more injured due to what happened yesterday. Currently, we have six patients who we list in critical condition, three that are in serious and one that is in fair. Um, we also have eight other patients that are listed in fair condition that are not in the intensive care units and are in other units within the hospital. Dr. Michael Meyer, medical director of the pediatric care unit at Children's Hospital. Doctors adding hospitalized kids are ages 3 to 16. A federal judge is denying bail for a man accused of threatening both of Alaska's senators. J. Allen Johnson is accused of leaving 17 threatening voicemails for Republican Senators Lisa Murkowski and Dan Sullivan. This is USA Radio News. Lights out, everybody. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. Pleasant dreams. <laughs> the greatest radio shows of all time, USA Classic Radio Theater. On these radio stations or on demand by searching USA Classic Radio Theater. USA Classic Radio Theater. President Biden making an announcement regarding the Fed Reserve. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell was nominated for a second four-year term by President Biden on Monday, extending a tenure that began with President Trump. The ex-investment banker is being asked to finish the most consequential revamp of monetary policy since the 1970s. Lael Brainerd, the Federal Reserve board member who was the other top candidate for the job, was nominated as vice chair. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry.
Going a little bit more in depth on the tragedy that happened on Sunday in Waukesha, Wisconsin. When a parade is taking place, what is standard operating procedure regarding keeping people safe? Ed Davis is the former Boston police commissioner. He tells Fox News. Well, your, your responsibility is to, is to use your firearm to stop the assault. You, you can use fatal force against an individual who is killing, who is an immediate threat to your life or to the life of other individuals. So the officers could very well have shot into that windshield uh, to kill the suspect as he was driving down. The, the attendant issues with that, wild rounds, bullets bouncing off cars into, into a crowded field of people, you, you need to be very, very careful when you use that type of force. And in this particular case, my heart goes out to that officer. He saw an opportunity, he got one round off safely, but then he stopped. More news online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim. Greg Neal for Gold Ore Store, at your service. After years of store ownership and operation, I've learned some amazing lessons about life and how people think. Gold Ore Store is a tremendous service provider to this amazing community. Gold Ore Store has become a safe haven for people who either are in a position where they want to exchange Federal Reserve notes for real money, gold and silver. They want to pull out their dollars stuck in a bank account paying them zero interest. Or they need to sell their silver or gold to pay immediate or emergency bills. Gold Ore Store is a safe haven for both sides of this life choice. Gold Ore Store sells for less when you are buying and Gold Ore Store pays you more, so much more for your gold and silver than anyone else in town guaranteed. Find out the truth for yourself. Our hundreds of five-star reviews and consecutive award-winning history tell a story about who we are. Why go anywhere else? Goldorestore.com 435-703-9119 Goldorestore equals inflation killer. Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery People in recovery, helping people find recovery. The Patriot Act Turning citizens into suspects since 2001. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Well, look, Hoss, you start running a respectable business, and I won't have to come in here and hassle you every night. You know what I mean? There's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool. Right on. Welcome, Kate Daly Show here. How are you guys today? How are you on your Monday? I'm great. Are you? Yeah. Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. I'm You're feeling good even, huh? I'm just sick of the news. Is this... (laughs) (laughs) Always seems like the same thing, but today you're happy? Yeah. Oh, that's good. All right, welcome. And uh, we have a huge show, of course. Uh, we have a special guest in this hour. You'll be able to ask questions, 888-673-1450, 888-73-673, sorry, 1450, and make sure you call up. Uh, in fact, uh, we'll be going over all kinds of uh, local things. In fact, we are uh, talking with Nate Brooksby today, who is the undersheriff for Washington County Sheriff's Office and uh, running for interim sheriff. So that's coming up. And gosh, that's coming up quick. Uh, a week from tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. A week from tomorrow already. Geez, that went that went fast that whole month. OK. And uh, we have a lot to talk to you about. And I'm sure. Great. Lots Thanks of for questions. having me. You betcha. 
Natasha, and tell us a little bit about your experience, your career so far. How many so, years? Uh, 25 years in. I started with uh, Washington City in 1996 as a police officer and a school resource officer. Mm-hmm. And then in 1999, the Washington City decided to do a contract with the sheriff's office. So I put an application at the sheriff's office. And about two weeks later, I was my first full-time day at the sheriff's office working in the jail for about 14 months. And then with the contract with Washington City, we end up, a lot of my career was in Washington City for about the first five years mm-hmm. until 2005 when Washington City got rid of the contract with the sheriff's office and started up the police department they have now. Right. right. Okay. Excellent. How many years on? 25. 25. That's yep. a long time. Yeah, it is. Jeez. I've uh, made the mistake of saying yes to just about everything in my career, so it's provided a lot of That's good, opportunities though. to yeah. travel the country and train with a lot of military folks and law that's enforcement awesome. from all around the country. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so tell me a little bit about how you feel about the role of sheriff. I'm sure everybody listening understands that this is an, the, the most one of the most important roles of, as a defender in, in our county. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and it, I've been surprised over the years uh, how citizens, some citizens don't understand that. They don't yeah. understand the difference between a police department and the sheriff's office. And we do, we're adamant that it's the sheriff's office because it's an elected official that oversees that. Excellent. So there's 29 uh, sheriffs in in the state, 29 counties. Each county has a sheriff. And the sheriff is elected by the people and only by the people. So he doesn't, even though it's, you know, it's very great and our, our current county commissioners have been great to work with, but... The sheriff answers to the people, not the county commissioners, not the governor. So it's important when we start talking about some of these hot topic uh, issues like the mandates that nationally you'll see the mm-hmm. sheriffs right. uh, come out and speak publicly about their their thoughts about some of those mandates and how, how they would or would not enforce them. Right. And, uh, and tell people what the difference is, I mean, between city and, and sheriff to you. What's the difference? Well, so th- the sheriff is a primary law enforcement officer in the county. So in mm-hmm. Washington County, we cover 2,500 square miles. Um, and then about half of what we do is helping other agencies out. So literally, if, if St. George gets too busy, like mm-hmm. really busy, we'll start taking calls. Okay. Or we're also involved with uh, multi-agency, uh, like the drug task force. We mm-hmm. all, you know come together to solve a common pro- uh, problem uh, countywide. Right. So whether it's in St. George or Enterprise, we have enough detectives to combat some of our local drug issues. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, you can ask questions. Uh, we'll be talking just a little bit about the Second Amendment, just about everything. So, you know, people are nervous. They're nervous because of how wonky things have gotten this year and how much authority they've given themselves. And uh, this whole mandate thing is quite a mess because... You know, a mandate, a mandate is like, it's ridiculous. I mean, we've got, we've got a, a, a president, King Fraudalot, who will come out and say it's a mandate, yet it's a press conference. There's nothing written about the uh, 100 employees or more or anything like that. So the, so, the, so the businesses are caving, the industry is caving, or aligning themselves as a um, government contractor. Suddenly everyone's identifying as a government contractor in order to go along with that, which it's hard to believe, but that's the case. So tell me about what you feel a mandate is. I mean, because we've seen that word a lot this last yeah. 18 months. So first off, I've our, our position at the sheriff's office from day one, so March of 2020 when this kind of started mm-hmm. unraveling. So our position publicly has been that this is a health issue. It's not a law enforcement issue. We, mm-hmm. we didn't have 
any interest in enforcing anything as far as law enforcement. It's not, it wasn't our position to do so. Right. And obviously we're seeing nationally, we have 22 states that are suing the federal government to fight, fight the mandate. We've seen some uh, wins uh, Mm -hmm. in uh, Louisiana a couple weeks ago, the fifth circuit court put a stay on it. So there's a lot of legal challenges and even a federal court judge had used some verbiage about gross unconstitutional issues with that mandate. Sure. Okay, um, because I think that I think the question about um, you know whether it's a law or not, what what can they do about that, is heavy on people's minds right now, and and what people are what what the officers are going to do about a mandate versus the fact that it's not a law, right? So people don't know the difference. They think mandates are laws. And Correct. so that is a, a huge problem because a mandate isn't, I mean, how enforceable is a mandate? Well, it's, it's civil in nature. So okay. w- when we look at a couple of key, key defaults, so mm-hmm. is it civil or criminal? Right. And we're a law enforcement agency. We deal with criminal. If we're going to enforce something, it has to be state statute or mm-hmm. county ordinance. So when we delve into the weeds of civil, like a mandate, it's a, an administrative body that's, that's putting in regulations mm-hmm. that are civil in nature. Right. So that's the default. We we don't have any teeth if we wanted to to go and yeah. enforce those. Right, that right. Makes sense. Okay. Oh, absolutely. We have a caller for you. Hi, okay. caller. Go right ahead. You're on with Nate Brooks. Yes, I have a caller for the candidate. Uh-huh. Uh, question. So you talked about civil, but what about criminal? Mm-hmm. You oh, also sure. take a role when uh, an individual's rights are being violated in the county if it's a jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. What if the federal government carries out what uh, President Biden said they're going to do? They're going to uh, illegally, unlawfully, according to the Constitution, be closing down businesses that refuse to fire their employees that have not taken the shot. Are you going to protect the individual rights of those businesses when they come to the door and start trying to nail up the front door or uh, the business tries to stay open even though they're License has been removed. Are you going to stand for the rights of the citizens of our county in that respect? Okay, so, thank you. So I'm going to defer to the oath of office. Uh, the oath of office for the sheriff is to uh, swear to protect, defend, and uphold the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the state of Utah. So there are areas where you're talking about black and white uh, constitutional protections that each citizen in the United States has. So I'll I'll go to the right to bear arms. Um, with the mandates, there is a lot of civil lit- litigation. It's not black and white. So that's going to be uh, fought in the courts. Um, unfortunately, the, the fight is in federal court. So the states are suing the federal government and federal court. But as we've seen in uh, Louisiana, that we already did have a federal judge uh, put a stay on that mm-hmm. mandate. Right. So I do get this question. So what if the federal government comes in and wants to take law-abiding citizens' firearms? Well, right. that's, that's a constitutional right, and I would defer to my oath of office and defend those individuals and stop that from happening. Amen. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what people really want to know is yeah. how far. You know, and people say, well, the feds will never come do that. They'll probably do it in the ways they are doing with this shot, you know, and, and put up a smoke, you know, put up the smoke and mirrors and then try to get companies or, or other people to do their bidding, right? Because they know how unconstitutional mm-hmm. it is. But then, yeah. but then I realize how far off we've gotten with this administration, too, and how much they're willing to try to advocate themselves into power. So I guess you never know whether they would or not. So, so a big concern is if, if you have a, a sitting president and when asked, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, is this unconstitutional or not? And the answer is, well, it probably mm-hmm. isn't constitutional, but we're going to go ahead and do it anyways. Now, that's really concerning, obviously, yeah, right? It's really They're concerning, just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very concerning. 888-673-1450. 888-673-1450. Have a do, question? Do you think there's any circumstance, since we're talking about firearms, do you think there's any circumstance where it would be okay to take people's firearms like red flag laws and things like that. How no, that, that was a hot topic uh, item mm-hmm. a couple years ago, I know. And, and you know, being out in the field, we have dealt with mental health consumers that we would um, not want to have firearms, mm-hmm. I know. So there's a balance there. But there hasn't been any red flag laws put in place in the right. state of Utah. But my firm belief is that the more law-abiding citizens with firearms, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with uh, Representative Walt Brooks last year mm-hmm. in... Uh, basically taking three complicated state statutes and, you know, saying who could ha- who could carry concealed, who couldn't, right. quite lengthy. So I talked to Walt and I said, so Walt, you want to take three pretty complicated statutes and turn it into one three-sentence uh-huh. statute? And right. basically that statute said that if you're a law-abiding citizen, uh, you can carry a concealed weapon without a CCW permit. Now, there's still some value to have that CCW for mm-hmm. uh Going out of state, some mm-hmm. um, some advantages that other states will recognize the Utah concealed carry, but sure. I was in favor of that that law because of that default belief that I think the more law-abiding citizens with firearms, the better. Okay. Excellent. When we come back, we'll talk a, l- a little bit about militias, uh, things like that. I'm sure you get questions like that yeah. <laughs> every so often. And uh, we'll talk about that. We also will talk about crime going on right now. We'll kind of, you know, uh, you know, hitch up and talk about things that are actually going on right now, too. Your role, if you have questions, please give us a call, 888-673-1450. Um, because there's just, I think people are finally... Um, understanding that you are, you would be the defender in that sheriff's role. And that's our last line of defense. Um, sometimes first line of defense it really depends on, on what situation we're talking about. And I think that uh, people want to know how you feel about the Constitution. And they want to know how you feel about safety versus, um, you know, we're always sold, sold safety, 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 safety. Well, there's a point where people, um, you know, are a little tired of, I don't feel very safe anyway. So I feel, I don't feel safe from my government actually. Um, so we have a, we have a lot of things coming down the pike, which, um, I think people are finally waking up to the fact that you would be that line of defense. So it is very good to get your two cents. So we'll take calls right when we get back. Um, we'll be, uh, just gone for a short break here and don't go anywhere. Just park the car and listen and, uh, We'll be talking about all of these subjects coming up. So stay tuned. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on The Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Hi, I'm Dr. Plum from Plum Dental. 
You know, one of the convenient things about wearing a mask is it hides missing or broken teeth or other dental issues that you might be struggling with. Now that restrictions and mandates are being eased, we can help you take off the mask and proudly show off your smile. Our well-trained team and modern facility can meet any need and ensure that your treatment is comfortable and effective. It's why we've been voted best in Southern Utah. Visit PlumDental.com to learn more about our new patient and seasonal specials and schedule your visit today. NMLS 1817019. Want the lowest mortgage rate? Don't go to a bank or credit union. LendRight Mortgage's rates are often at least a quarter percent lower than other lenders. Listen to these Google reviews from very happy clients. Mary, I did my due diligence and compared three other companies, and none of them could compete with the rates offered by LendRight Mortgage. David, LendRight had the best rate we could find, and we shopped pretty heavily. Megan, they got me a great interest rate, much lower than competitors. Landon, from start to finish, they were great. Other companies couldn't touch their rates. Ron, on top of the superior service, I also got a 1.75% rate. Wow. This is why we confidently offer a $1,000 lowest rate guarantee. Rates in the ones will soon be gone. Call 801 Approve or visit LendRightMortgage.com. The world is more difficult to live in than at any time in the history of man. The government is a corrosive acid which destroys all that is good and valuable. It wants complete control of you and your money. Do something about it today. Obtain the most valued asset you can acquire. Physical only, real money, gold and silver. In the end, all paper currency goes back to its original value zero. The time to act is now. According to the world's financial experts, we are about to experience the most devastating financial crash ever known. Call the Gold Ore Store today at 435-703-9119 for real money assets. Trade in those Federal Reserve notes for real gold and silver coins, bars, and rounds. Your belief that nothing's going to change will haunt you when you realize you had the opportunity to do something, and at that moment, you let it go again. Follow your heart, folks. You know I speak the truth here and always have 435-703-9119 gold or store at the best mattress black friday sale our biggest sale of the year all tempurpedic mattresses are on sale every one of them hi i'm dave mizrahi owner of best mattress save up to 500 on tempurpedic adjustable sets and it gets better you'll get two Tempur-Pedic pillows with the purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. We've got a large in-stock selection, plus 72 months, no interest financing, and free safety first home delivery. Best mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details. Bavarian Werkstatt presents How to Speak German. When greeting someone, you say, Guten Tag! Or when bidding farewell, Auf Wiedersehen! And when thanking someone, you say, Danke schön! And Bavarian Werkstatt would like to say, Danke schön for voting them the best of Southern Utah in the category of oil and lube. And as the only Bosch authorized service center in Southern Utah, when your exotic car is ready for its next service, you can trust it to the mechanics at Bavarian Werkstatt. And to that we say, Cheers! Or as they say in German, Prost! Bavarian Werkstatt! For passion meets performance! Well said. Best of Southern Utah winner Prolong Medical says, Ladies, did you know that one in three women experience bladder weakness and that bladder incontinence is three times more common than seasonal allergies? There is only one root cause to this embarrassing medical issue, a weakened pelvic floor caused from pregnancy, changes in hormones, menopause, and stress. Urinary incontinence doesn't have to control you and your life. This embarrassing medical issue affects both women and men and has uncomfortable and frustrating symptoms. Besides the 
cost of urinary incontinence products can downright be expensive. At Prolong Medical Center, we have a solution that treats incontinence in women and men, where you can literally sit back on a custom-designed chair and experience a breakthrough treatment for incontinence without even removing your clothing. Don't let this medical issue control your life. Take back your health and your dignity. Schedule a free consultation today at Prolong Medical. We can make a difference in your life. Call 435-375-5000 or ProlongMedical.com. Best of Southern Utah winner. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. It's going to be a long one. Another graveyard shift. As he says goodbye to his wife and kids. It's been his life just like his dad's. Driving away under the weight of the badge. He's seen it all. Hi there, back with you. Kate Daly Show here, and uh, hopefully you're having the start of a great Thanksgiving week in which you would never live in, uh, listen to Fauci and have as many people over as you want to. And I really do hope you ignore the government this uh, <laughs> this holiday week. Uh, welcome back. Of course, get over to uh, Garage Doors Only. They are fantastic, and they're going to give you the best service. Uh, Garage Doors Only, that's all they do, all they focus on, and they're the best at it. So make sure that you're giving local businesses your business. Get to Garage Doors Only on Bluff. The phone number is 435-868-1200. You have to dial the 435 no matter where you are and uh, 868-1200. Also, Dr. Diet. Look, you're going to be eating a lot of calories from here to New Year's and so the best thing to do is get into Dr. Diet and manage it. Get it managed. Uh, You can lose uh, your weight that way and also enjoy a great holiday season at the same time. Um, At least you won't wake up on New Year's Day having all those regrets, right, from the holidays. So make sure you get over to Dr. Diet. 628-DIET is the phone number. You can even go over there for a free body uh, scan to tell you kind of right where you're at right now. So please do. And uh, we'll, uh, let's let's start this off. Let's start off with a caller. And then I have some questions. I know Uncle Milty does too. We're talking with Nate Brooksby. You can go to natebrooksby.com, natebrooksby.com. Uh, and uh, you can ask questions to him there as well. And he is running for uh, interim sheriff. That'll be decided in like a week, week and a half. Correct. Yeah. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Do you have a question? Well, yes, I do. Okay. First sure. uh, statement. Okay. Sheriff Wild Bill Hickok was a drug addict. Mary Todd Lincoln was a drug addict. Yet, in their time, they were not criminals. Mm-hmm. How does doing a line of coke or smoking a joint make me a criminal? Mm-hmm. And why should you put people in prison for that behavior and then make me, the taxpayer, pay for it? Okay. Now I think you're kind of talking. Constitution. Okay, I think you're more talking about a legislative thing because that's what probably made that (laughs) possible. But um, if you want to answer, I don't know. Uh, I can go go into it. So if we start talking about the hard drugs where Mm -hmm. we're dealing with addiction, physical addiction, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of those individuals, I promise you, they're not working nine to five jobs to feed their habit. Mm -hmm. So what we are seeing is those individuals are committing crimes against, against people in our communities to support. Their, their addiction. Right. And I, I believe that at the end of the day, if, if we have the right tool to turn those individuals into productive members of society, mm-hmm. I'm all for rehabilitation. Okay. Um, but at the same time, I know that there are people in society that are pure evil, and mm-hmm. every minute they're not incarcerated, they're creating more victims in society. Okay. What about crime here locally? 
What do we need to know? So with growth, it's been a challenge. Um, we have we have done a good job at still keeping Southern Utah uh, at low low crime rates, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a lot of work. Um, what we're seeing lately is, particularly with the, what we're seeing with the drug task force, is you know a couple of years ago they were dealing with ounces, and now we're getting pound loads all the time. Mm-hmm. We have I-15. Um, just two weeks ago, we, there was 40 pounds of methamphetamine taken mm-hmm. out of a storage unit in St. Mm-hmm. George, mm-hmm. and and you get chiefs and police officers across the, across the state that say, oh, I-15, you know, it's not going, coming to our town. It's just a pipeline. It's going somewhere else, so let's not worry about it. Well, I disagree with that. I think if everybody that did their part to try and, try and combat that, we could put a big dent in it. So, but that was a recent example where we have 40 pounds of meth. There's a right. lot of methamphetamine that's in our lot. community. Yeah. Um, so that's concerning that we're seeing that. But our, our drug task force uh, detectives, there's 11 full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they work pretty much around the clock and they do a great job trying to suppress that coming in as much as they can. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, we, we hear often how bad a problem drugs are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in reality, if you look at the statistics, the number of overdose deaths is actually pretty low nationwide. I, in the 2019, it was only f- less than 50,000 people died of an overdose. Now, that's terrible, yeah. but is it worth spending billions and billions of dollars trying to fix a problem that ends up being a personal choice of that person? Um so I'll go back to, again, once we once that individual is addicted mm-hmm. and they have that, when we're talking your hard drugs, your meth, uh, heroin, cocaine, mm-hmm. physical addiction where I've, I've literally seen people flush their families away, they're, they're going to mm-hmm. lose their kids, but the drugs are the most important thing. So those, again, those are the individuals committing the crimes against people in our society. Um, so there, there is a need to com- combat that, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, and again, reiterate, if we can get somebody through rehab and be, be, become pr- productive members mm-hmm. of society. But when we talk uh, about overdose specifically, we are seeing a huge trend with fentanyl. Uh, press their fake fentanyl pills, basically. Mm-hmm. So just last month, uh, we had two calls at the same time, one in Enterprise and one in St. George, where we had individuals... Uh, overdose on those fentanyl pills mm-hmm. so they're coming in from mexico they're pressed little blue pills and we're seeing you know we'll get a, a bag of like 500 to a thousand and so lately that trend is so it's your heroin users that it's mm-hmm. a cheaper fix it's more mm-hmm. powerful right. and every time they use they need a little bit more to get that that mm-hmm. high they're looking for right so we're seeing that we saw that with heroin where maybe an individual was incarcerated for three or four months and that was that for sobriety why they're in jail. Mm-hmm. Then they come out of jail and they go back to the dose that they were used to taking and mm-hmm. they overdose. Right. So we are using Narcan on a regular basis. So we're, you know, not everybody dies when they overdose because medical gets there. Uh, we mm-hmm. have two of our deputies just in the last two months that have literally saved people's lives by giving them doses of Narcan. Right, right. Um, and the and the drug addicts are aware of that too. So there's a trend now. They call them resurrection parties. So if if me and my buddy want to use heroin and we know we want to try and get that high, mm-hmm. one of us has Narcan right right there 
in the house right. or wherever we're using. So right. okay. it's kind of a dangerous game, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So a couple of things here uh, from Quinn uh, Denning. So okay. educate, uh, are you willing to educate all your employees on constitutional principles? Are you willing to have Chris Ann Hall here to give us some? Yeah, so I'm familiar with Chris Ann Hall and Sheriff uh-huh. Mack and um, familiar with Sheriff Mack's lawsuit against the federal government. Mm-hmm. And what that, what that w- was, again, I hear the... Uh, I hear the term nullify federal law. Well, Sheriff Mack didn't nullify federal law. He sued the federal government. It went to the Supreme Court, and that was having to do with the Brady Bill right. in Clinton, under Clinton administration. So he sued basically the, the, the bill said that Sheriff Mack, as the sheriff, was mm-hmm. required to do background checks on individuals wanting to purchase a firearm in that five-day waiting period. And Sheriff Max said, no, that's mm-hmm. that's not my job. The federal right. government doesn't get to create law to tell the sheriffs what to do. So that was what he that won. whole suit was about. And, and he, he won, won it. And, and I agree with it that the, the feds shouldn't be creating law that tell the sheriff what to do. Yep. So. How about arresting illegal aliens? We seem to be having a surge. Are you? What are you noticing here? Yeah, so I'll point to the border um, with uh, Texas and Arizona. Mm-hmm. So the federal government and state government are completely separate. So we have different laws. So I, as a state law enforcement uh, officer, cannot enforce federal law, mm-hmm. and the federal government cannot enforce state law. Right. Now, the sheriff under Utah law has the authority to deputize federal agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, sheriff Pulsifer hasn't done that, and right. I wouldn't do that either. Okay. Um, so what we're seeing, like the... Texas Rangers, you know, mm-hmm. the state state officers in Texas. So the state is of Texas is spending billions of dollars at the border, but they're going after human smuggling and drug trafficking. Mm-hmm. They can't enforce the immigration laws. But the Fed so because that's the Fed's job. Ah. So that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so uh, do yeah. we would we support uh mm-hmm. ICE detain- detainees and stuff in our jail? We do that. Mm-hmm. Um but they've been very limited in what they can enforce all of a sudden, too. Right. So we're not seeing many detainers on illegal immigrants. Okay. So. How do you feel about militias? You get asked a lot of questions lately Surprisingly. You know, you, mm-hmm. you say you're going to run for sheriff, and all of a sudden everyone comes out of the woodworks, right? Yeah. So I have met with a few groups, uh, and I, I'm aware of some militias in town that have kind of spun up over my last 25 years. Mm-hmm. And I believe their intentions are really good. Yeah, That they sure. have the right intent. But it always seems to be over time that at, at some point a bad actor gets in there and kind of just ruins the whole thing. So when I've been asked this question, um, we do already have something in place with our search and rescue volunteers. Mm-hmm. So we have used search and rescue volunteers to uh, help us in areas where it's not a search and rescue operation. Mm-hmm. We provide like handgun training for them if we need manpower. So we used them. About 10 years ago when we saw a bunch of marijuana grows in mm-hmm. Washington County where we're dealing with, you know, 40,000 plants and three different grows, uh, hard labor trying mm-hmm. to take that stuff off of Pine Valley Mountain or uh, Pinto Creek areas. So they would come out and, and help us out with those. Um, I'm not opposed to it, but I would I would I would need to have a surety mm-hmm. that those individuals can be trusted, that there's right. been some kind of vetting process, and that we are providing them with proper proper training. Well, I would think the su- the situation would be kind of more severe if mm-hmm. the militias were wanting to be a part of that, which I fully believe they should be. If if things were out of hand, that you would want to be able to count on people that understand the Constitution and and are trying to defend it. And yeah, I'll give a recent example. So there were some credible threats about you know individuals coming up from Las Vegas 
Vegas that we're going to tear down some statues mm -hmm. in Washington City right, and St. Right. George. And we had some citizens reach out and say, hey, you know, we just want to be an extra set of eyes, sure, right? Sure, yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah, if, yeah. I can, if I can have an extra set of eyes and get a phone call and have law enforcement mm -hmm. show up to stop that, then that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, I think that's great. Absolutely. I mean, 888-673-1450. Uh, How do you feel about the Second Amendment? I know you get a lot of questions. Yeah, so I uh, just go to my previous mm -hmm. statement. I'm, yeah. I'm a strong believer in the more law-abiding citizens that have firearms and firearms trained, the better. Yeah. So that that's, I wish everybody um, looked at those constitutional rights equally. Mm -hmm. Like some say, oh, you know, the First Amendment, freedom, freedom of speech, we're right. going to protect that with our lives, but then, oh, you can't carry a firearm or vice right. versa. It's, right. They need to be looked at equally and protected equally. Okay. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You're on with Nate Brixby. Hi, Dave. What Nate. is your opinion on this mad dog behavior we've been seeing, like the store out in California? Uh, Riding, burning, yeah. scratching, yeah. Thank stealing. Thank you. Appreciate that. Go right ahead. It makes me sick to my stomach. Mm -hmm. um, and we're seeing that, you know, citizens and businesses suffer. You know, you've heard stories of Walgreens shutting all their stores down and because they can't afford it. Who, who could afford to run a business in, in California where it's okay to run in and, and steal something and the, the law enforcement's not going to do anything about it? It makes me sick to my stomach. But the reality is those citizens elected the individuals that are making those decisions. That's mm -hmm. the So if, if you want to be California and you want to elect individuals that are going to support things like mm -hmm. decriminalizing retail theft, which creates that problem, that's the citizen's fault. That's the citizen's fault for putting those people in those elected positions. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Um, we're going to come right back. I know the phones are lighting up, so uh, we'll come right back and uh, we'll get a 30-second uh, soundbite first, though. What did you think about the, the Amish farmer being arrested? For the selves. I mean, when, when, when they're that um, over the top crazy about arresting people for situations like that, when Ollie was doing, you know, the, the Amish farmer and the Amish, Amish guy, what, what, are, what are your like personal thoughts on that? I mean, are you just sort of taken aback when you well, see some of these people? I think, if, are... I think if we, the default, if we look at that oath of office and we hold that mm -hmm. sacred, that there are situations nationally. So I'll, I think we spoke earlier right. off, off the mm -hmm. radio that there was a, a sheriff in Florida that arrested a pastor for holding oh, yeah. church services be, over the, because he was violating the mandate. To me, that just, again, gross, unconstitutional Amen. issues that we're dealing with there. Amen. I'm glad to actually hear you say that. Be right back. And we'll take your calls. I'm with Nate Brooksby. We're with Nate Brooksby running for sheriff, interim sheriff. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Hello, my name is Kevin Mangold. I'm the director over preferred customer service and health coach scheduling at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring for phone agents and for live chat agents. Working in scheduling and customer service is satisfying and rewarding because we help so many people see success every day. I'm looking for people that want to make a difference in people's lives. If you enjoy helping people achieve success, come join our team. Go to balanceofnature.com careers to apply for customer service phone agent or customer care live chat support today. Hi, my name is Rodney, and I am the director of new sales at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring new sales agents and online chat agents. Working in the new sales department is fast-paced and rewarding because of our competitive camaraderie and the fact that we are the first people our customers meet. I am looking for hard-working, dedicated people to come join my team. Go to balanceofnature.com careers to apply for the new sales phone agent or new sales chat agent positions today. 
hosting another fabulous party at your house. And, as always, your husband's running late. So sorry, hon. I'm going to be late. Long meeting. No problem. The kids already got their party clothes dirty. Oopsie. But you're cool as a cucumber. Oh, well. Because tonight will be perfect, like all your parties. Catering Concepts, let's make your gatherings memorable. Not to mention setting up. Sit back, relax, let Catering Concepts make you the talk of the town. When it just has to be perfect, Catering Concepts. Get Black Friday savings this year early at the Mattress Store. Save up to $800 on Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, Posturepedic, or Stearns & Foster mattresses. In stock today and get the guaranteed lowest price through Black Friday. Voted Best of Southern Utah, Bluff by Ace Hardware, Bloomington by the Walmart, Washington by Best Buy, and downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody beats the mattress store. Nobody. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. Copiersforsale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today? Boulevard Mattress, located at Boulevard Home on Mall Drive, where you can get an incredible mattress at a low, low price. And St. George Ink and Toner, now at their new location, 237 North Bluff, Southern Utah's number one place to purchase all your home and business printing supplies. St. George Ink and Toner. Today, I want to share with you what my days have looked like from the beginning of the COVID scare. I visit with person after person, couple after couple, eight to 10 hours straight, virtually every day, Monday through Saturday. Why are they coming to the Gold Ore store in almost unmanageable numbers? Because in their words, quote, I have got to get my money out of the bank. I'm afraid that if I don't do something now, I'm going to lose everything I have worked a lifetime for. They are concerned and feeling fear and anxiety about the once powerful and almighty U.S. dollar. They are coming to the Gold Ore store for a sense of solace and peace, knowing that they will be listened to, respected, and assisted in a way that works for any budget in acquiring the finest silver and gold products produced in the world today. Listen to your heart, folks. Gold Ore store has solutions in a world of financial chaos. 435-703 9119. That's 435 703 9119. Voted best gold store two years in a row for a reason. Come see for yourself. Gold or store. Southern Utah's number one golf course is Copper Rock. Voted 2021's best golf course in Southern Utah. Nestled in the Hurricane Valley, acres of desert used for farming generations ago have been transformed to a new resort community featuring 18 holes of championship golf. On every hole, players are treated to sweeping vistas of grandeur. Offered by the Pine Valley Mountains, the Hurricane Cliffs, Zion National Park, and beyond. Grab your clothes to discover for yourself what makes Copper Rock stimulating and worthwhile. Go to CopperRock.com for all the details. Best of Southern Utah winner Prolong Medical says, Ladies, did you know that one in three women experience bladder weakness and that bladder incontinence is three times more common than seasonal allergies? There is only one root cause to this embarrassing medical issue, a weakened pelvic floor caused from pregnancy, changes in hormones, menopause, and stress. Urinary incontinence doesn't have to control you and your life. This embarrassing medical issue affects both women and men and has uncomfortable and frustrating symptoms. Besides the cost of urinary incontinence products can downright be expensive. At Prolong Medical Center we have a solution that treats incontinence in women and men where you can literally sit back on a custom designed chair and experience a breakthrough treatment for incontinence without even removing your clothing. Don't let this medical issue control your life. Take back your health and your dignity. Schedule a free 
consultation today at Prolong Medical. We can make a difference in your life. Call 435-375-5000 or ProlongMedical.com. Best of Southern Utah winner. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Oh, so glad that you're listening in today. By the way, um, if you want some great t-shirts with some great slogans, and I'm talking about you, Utah, uh, wears with a S, freedom.com, wearsfreedom.com. And when you order those t-shirts, it goes to uh, the, the grandma requests of our governors, of our, um, you know, all, all the way down the chain. Uh, Jen and Sophie were on, and they actually are pursuing grandma requests, but some of our um, uh, government elected officials have made those grammar requests worth 35 grand. Isn't that great? So, um, what I'm saying is go to wares with an S freedom.com and those proceeds of those t-shirts go to, uh, go to the grammar requests 100%. So please wearsfreedom.com. They're great shirts, great slogans. You'll love these. Um, also when I wanted to make sure that if you're going to get glasses, go to, uh, go to Dr. Gooch at Southwest, man. He's awesome. That whole crew down there is amazing and they do the best. They have the best technology available. You're going to get the best care and, uh, auto body central. You guys are amazing. Auto body central, ABC. If you need any auto body on your cars done, they're the ones to do it for sure. I have a lot of teenagers that wrecked my cars and let me just tell you, um, they made the process simple and, uh, and uh, my cars look gorgeous. So what can I say? I survived the teenagers uh, because of ABC Auto Body Central. <laughs> so make sure you go to them if you uh, need uh, care after an accident. And they'll take care of everything, even the insurance company. You don't have to do a thing. Um, 888-673-1450. 888-673-1450 is the call-in number. And we're interviewing for Sheriff. Um, we had uh, Redfern on uh, several weeks ago. We're talking with Nate Brooksby. And this will happen in... In about a week and a half, am I yeah, right? And a week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. So, um, your top. Wait, go Can ahead. I go back and, yeah, and sure. kind of sure. Quinn's question from earlier mm-hmm. about constitutional training for deputies, and I've had this conversation with before. So, sure. we deal with constitutional issues all the time, but it is it is relevant to law enforcement. So, search and seizure, um, due process. Um, you know, interview techniques with Miranda, mm-hmm. we're, those types of constitutional issues where we're doing, we are receiving that training. It's training very specific to what we do on a day-to-day basis, so we're okay. not violating people's rights. Okay. All right. Excellent. I think the Chris Ann Hall question is always good because Chris Ann Hall can maybe teach the dimension of things that maybe haven't been talked about or bring something new to the table. Who knows? But I know she does a lot of training. You know, would yeah. you be open to that? I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm familiar with her, and I um, had an event about a month ago where we watched her her video, awesome. and it was good. That is so cool. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. In fact, uh, 
Your top priorities as sheriff, your three top priorities, what would they be? So we have some reoccurring issues that uh, with recruitment and retention. Mm-hmm. So nationally, when you look at the defund the police nonsense that's going on, and we're seeing you know, some of the cities that have tried that are now trying to scramble to hire officers back, and it's costing them millions of millions of dollars um, beyond what they would have been into it. Mm-hmm. So that's the first question is how, how do we – make people interested in getting into law enforcement with the environment here. And then the name of the game in the state of Utah nationally is uh, trying to hire laterals. Mm -hmm. So lateral hires would be basically um, hiring somebody that's already trained working at another agency. So with that, pay has been a big issue. Um, Mm -hmm. And here locally, the cost of living with our housing market, Mm -hmm. we've literally had people accept job offers, offers from up north. Mm-hmm. They get looking at housing market here, and then they have to withdraw their their uh, job mm-hmm. interest because they can't afford to live here. So that's always been a, a, a moving finish line. You know, mm-hmm. we just we're, we're we're working on some pay increases for our employees now, but then other local agencies. You know, we were chasing that finish line, but now they've just increased again. So mm-hmm. that is constantly moving. So, right, right. so that's been a tremendous challenge training. And then once we tr- get somebody trained up for, you know, four or five years into it, if mm-hmm. we lose them, not only do we lose that person, but we leave that, lose that experience, right? right, right. Um, law enforcement, you know, it's going to take at least a couple of years on the patrol side to, to feel confident and know how to do, do mm-hmm. your job. And we lose that and we can never get it back. So that's been a huge challenge. Okay. Um, one important thing I'd like to I'd like to see come around is uh, putting together a veterans court. Mm-hmm. So that's been successful in other areas. And if we can do it for uh, a, crom- a common drug addict, like in drug court, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're charged with crimes, mm-hmm. um, you have an option to go through the drug court program. And if you succeed in drug court, Mm -hmm. then those criminal offenses are wiped off your record. And I think if we can do that for anybody, Mm -hmm. why in the heck wouldn't we do that for our veterans, right? If they're, they're dealing with some issues that... Mm-hmm. has you know followed them from from their service yeah that uh, could create some mental health issues and drug use mm-hmm. issues and self-medication but okay. so I think that would be an important one moving forward and then we need to find a way to open our jail back up uh, with you've done some good things at the jail from what yeah I so mm-hmm. taking a look at it with COVID you know mm-hmm. the early 2020 weren't right. quite sure what was going to happen so we put some restrictions in there uh, cut down you know, basically what you could bring a, a new charge in on. So mm-hmm. felonies, you know, we weren't taking misdemeanors for a while. So then it becomes an issue on the other side. You know, the police chiefs and, and myself are saying, well, well, now, you know, these criminals aren't going to jail. So they're, we're just writing them a ticket. and They're just back out on the street re, reoffending. So there's that side of the coin, too. So mm-hmm. it's been a balance. So my goal is to open the jail back up and start accepting some of those new bookings. Um, so it's not put on us that it's, it's Mm -hmm. not, oh, the sheriff's office is the one preventing this person from going to jail. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with our justice system now, even though you're booked on a new charge, you're not really going to spend a whole lot of time in there. It's Mm -hmm. more of a processing side to get into the courts and before the judge a little bit quicker. So how do you feel about uh, federal money? And uh, it seems that our elected officials pretty much like to whore us out for federal dollars at every single turn. I'd like to know how you feel about taking federal money. So the big issue with taking federal money always comes with strings attached. So if the the federal government wants you to do uh, police reform, Mm -hmm. they, they can't force you to do that 
but they can say, here's some money, but mm-hmm. if you want this money, you'll need to do this, this, and this. How do you feel about that? So I, uh, a lot of the strings I disagree with, and unfortunately, the sheriff's office does not rely on any federal funding. So Yeah, good. That's great. So as, as far as the jail goes, a lot of people think that we're not putting people in jail because there's just not room. Is there any truth to that? Uh, right. There is room. So we're about a uh, max capacity, about 480. We added another offsite facility to house like our work crew inmates, but mm-hmm. they're state inmates. So there's, it's been kind of hard to get the, those, what we consider good state inmates based off their classification. So to have inmates go out on work crews, they have to be a certain classification. And those are hard to find at the state level with a lot of adjustments they've doing, mm-hmm. they've been doing. So, so now we're running about 350 inmates, um, because we need, we had some wiggle room for quarantine space, uh, so we we can add another hundred beds. I mean, we can fill another hundred existing beds and still be fine. So I know that uh, that uh, as as the sheriff, you're aware of a lot of the criminals in our county. Correct. I mean, because they don't just commit one crime and give up that life. Mm-hmm. I can think of several that yeah. I've dealt with for the last 25 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and so, right. you know, do you blame the courts at all for like some of these people that have six or seven charges pending against them and they're still out on bail? Yeah, so there's a few layers there. Um, there has been a new trend I'll point out. So if if a local judge sentences an individual to state prison, mm-hmm. that so say a judge sentences somebody to five years, well, then the judge doesn't have any say beyond that. It goes to the Board of Pardons, and the Board of Pardons, their matrix has reduced, 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 right? Mm-hmm. They, they're wanting to not have the prison full. So so the judges are frustrated. So rather than a judge sending them to prison, mm-hmm. they'll send them to the county jail for two or three years. So mm-hmm. if you have if you have three charges, they'll sentence you to um, 365 days per charge, but then consecutively. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing that trend that the judges are trying to punish these people, if you will, but that's the only tool they have to be have some assurance that that individual is going to stay behind bars for a period right. of time. So that, but guess what? That comes out of our county tax dollars, right? Yeah. The state's not paying for that. It's it's a county inmate. Mm-hmm. Um, we do house some state inmates, and that's we do get a lot of funding from the state to house mm-hmm. those inmates to offset some of those costs to house county inmates. But okay. Do you right. really believe that costs should be a factor in putting people in in jail for criminal activity? Um, I know, as from a law enforcement perspective, no, but I know that I know our legislators are concerned about that. So there was a program that went into place about four years ago called JRI, mm-hmm. and their goal for JRI was to save $500 million and to reduce the prison population. Mm. Well, four years later, we haven't saved a dime, and the, ju- <laughs> and the prison has right. more people in it than, the, than it had back right. then. Right. So, so no, our tax dollars go to... F- to pay for the prison or right, the right. jail. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if we don't put the criminals in jail, we're still paying mm-hmm. with crime Correct. instead Correct. of taxes. Right. Yeah. I would lean I'd lean towards the, the side that doesn't create more victims in our society. Right. Let's take a Amen. phone call. Hi, caller. Make it quick. There you go. Yes. Uh, real quick. 
I'm very disturbed, Mr. Burke, by some unconstitutional positions you've taken and by un-American positions. I'll cite them real quickly, three of them. First of all, you have no authority under the Constitution to be regulating any group that calls themselves a militia that have not uh, initiated any force of fraud against anybody else, that have not violated the rights of others. Secondly, you're saying you should arrest people for addiction. You have no authority under the Constitution to be arresting anybody because of addiction. Now, if they still rob from somebody, that's a different story. And finally, you appear to be very ignorant of the law regarding nullification. This uh, fourth, fourth graders, I know it because I've seen their civics test from 100 years ago, knew that this mandate from the president is clearly unconstitutional under the Tenth Amendment. Therefore, uh, according to Madison, Jefferson, and Hamilton, it's our, our responsibility of every American to nullify. Nullify means, if you're not aware of it, it does not exist. It has no force of law. I think he was talking you about a leave specific it up to the federal case. courts. Yeah, let, let me ha- let me have him answer that because we're going to run out of time. Um, I, I don't know what the question was. That was a, a okay. statement, I think. Yeah, I think it was more of a statement. But what you know, um, I don't know that. I think you were talking about a specific, a specific case about nullification. You were talking yeah, about so Sheriff Max. I, I case. was, re- yeah, referencing. So when I hear the word nullification come up in a lot of conversations in the mm-hmm. last few weeks with people, they use that term as the sheriff that you have the authority to nullify federal law. I right. disagree with that. I think. I had just like Sheriff Mack, if I had the federal government creating a law that tells the sheriff what to do, mm-hmm. then the correct step is to sue the federal government in federal court, which mm-hmm. Sheriff Mack did, mm-hmm. and he won that. Yeah. The, the, the Supreme Court said, no federal government, you do not have the authority to create law that tells the sheriff what to do. Right. So in my mind, that's not nullification. He just fought. A, a civilly sued, fought it in Supreme Court, and won it. Mm-hmm. He didn't nullify the law. He just made it so that law mm-hmm. was not um, being part of a jury. Him, you can right? nullify. Right. Being right. part of a jury, you can. Yeah. And I'm, I don't. What were the other things he talked? To? I can't remember. We're going to run out of time. But he, I, he, one was addiction. Obviously, oh, yeah. I can't arrest somebody for being a drug addict, but we can <laughs> right, arrest right. somebody for a, a crime, violating mm-hmm. state statutes. Which I think the caller said too that yeah. it was about. You know, if, they, yeah. if they're doing specific crimes, yeah. then then that's the case. But really, the the addiction and the drug use is mm-hmm. a personal choice. It's only criminal because of there's been things. legislation that right. made it criminal. Or if they're the, if they're if they're you know doing something criminal to get the money or the drugs. I mean, isn't that what we're talking about? What that's the difference. Yeah, that's they're the difference. committing crimes to yep. pay for their activity. Yeah, it's no different than if you're an alcoholic and you right. start committing crimes right. to buy booze. Right, right. Then you run over somebody in a drunk driving, and yeah. then all of a sudden now, you know, that's the case. So anything you want to add? we got about a minute left, and natebrooksby.com is the website. Anything you want to tell the— Yeah, just uh, by default, I, I'm the uh, the candidate that I, I say uh, on-the-job training. I've mm-hmm. said yes to everything uh, throughout my career. So um, 18 years of tactical operations, 16 years as a bomb technician, so I've worked— Side by side with military EOD uh, guys, have great respect for mm-hmm. our, our veterans and those those individuals I've been able to work with over the years. Um, and I care that the default you got to right. find somebody that cares. Literally, mm-hmm. blood, sweat, and tears uh, for this career. I love the office of the sheriff. Mm-hmm. I love the beauty of of the office of the sheriff. That right. it is unique and it's very important to Washington County. Have you read the constitutions? Yes, Utah, I have. and I have. Uh, have you read the Declaration of Independence? I have. Okay. Excellent. I'd like to know. Yeah, I always like to know that because it's so important. Yes. I, you know, I'm, I'm always surprised at how many people don't yeah. in those positions. So yeah. um, yep. thank you, Nate. Okay, thanks really for having me, Nate. Nice to meet you. Really appreciate you coming on, Nate Brooksby. And uh, 
Um, we'll be right back with Dr. Duke Pesta, katedallyradio.com. We'll put this on a podcast, too. You can listen to it again and uh, share it. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on The Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Often when you or a loved one is in active addiction, the days run together. You may forget important dates like birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays. Let Lionsgate Recovery help transform this Christmas into something much more meaningful than ever before. Lionsgate is a drug and alcohol rehab in Southern Utah with locations in St. George, Tokerville, Cedar City, and Perwin. Call their 24-hour hotline at 866-471-9476 or go to lionsgaterehab.com. Lionsgate, people in recovery, helping people find recovery. This is St. George News Radio, 93.1 FM. FM 1450 AM KZNU St. George.